midfielder. Can he tee up someone in red? And it goes towards Lundgren! Hello and welcome to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and with me, as always, is uh, Logan Stump. What's up? How's it going? And Matt Hartgrove. Hey, everybody. From my beautiful... I know we're not we're doing video, but the lovely backdrop behind me. <laughs> Matt coming live from South Carolina, as much as I want to say Virginia. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're going to be doing our previews. Last night we did our draft, so if anybody came out and did our fantasy draft or was on there with us, thank you for jumping on and spending uh, the evening with us. I know, you know, Sundays are a pain sometimes, so uh, thanks for spending, you know, two hours with us uh, doing that. Uh, we do have some quick news as well. The, um... Josh Sargent moving from Werder Bremen to uh, Norwich was made official today. And Lukaku seems to be on his way back to Chelsea. Not official yet, but uh, as close as you can get, I think, to official at this moment. I went through his medical uh, earlier today in uh, Italy. And then he was flying over to England, it sounds like, so... But today is our prediction show. That means we're going to be predicting the top four finishes, uh, manager of the year, golden boot, uh, PFA player of the year, and relegation candidates for the season. I have mine written down here, and I'm going to write down what Logan and Matt say as well. And just like we did uh, at the end of last season, we will go over these and laugh at how wrong we were. Uh, <laughs> I got close. I got close. Yeah, Matt was close. One. <laughs> on which one? The, was it the manager of the year? Golden Boot. I said Salah. Golden Boot. Uh, yeah. I'll take anything. I was really close to my manager of the year selection and Chris Wilder. Um, yeah. Mine too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was very close with Arteta. I was closer than Wilder, so I guess that's something. <laughs> I guess that's something. Um but yeah, so let's go ahead and kind of dig into it. How do we want to do this? Uh, do we want to do top four first um, and then relegation and then kind of go down the line here? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that works. Top okay. four should be quick. So do, do we want to do, I say all four of mine. I think that's how we did it last time, right? Mm. Or do we want to do who we have fourth and then who we have third and then who we have second? That'll draw it out more. So that's probably the way we want to go, right? Yeah, I was going to say, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, my fourth place team, 
I forgot you guys can't see this. I have it on my screen. <laughs> uh, you guys like, what tell it? me what you guys have. I have Liverpool, fourth place. Oh, that hurt. Wow, oh. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Last year, oh. didn't I pick them to like win? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, yeah. so that's in the I have to lower it Gordon. down. I have to lower it down a bit because mm. they uh, disappointed me last year. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so I have them fourth place. I think uh, you know what? I almost left them out of the top four. Honestly, I'm I, almost, I almost went with the shock uh, Leicester City uh, in the fourth place. I thought you meant Shaka off the Arsenal. I was like, I don't think he's. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going for Arteta again. Obama Yang is Golden Boot, and I'm having Arsenal win the league. That's my. <laughs> Jordan's an Arsenal closet fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh so I, yeah i have liverpool i just don't know if they've done enough to really uh you know add uh, a bunch i know they're going to have a lot of players back but i've heard some things about virgil van dyke yeah it's going to take a bit to get going so i do have concerns about that but yeah i don't know they they disappointed me last year i'm moving them down the fourth uh logan who do you have fourth place so i think i was in the same boat as you if, I, if we would have done this a week ago um, I, I think I was in the same boat as you, but with Leicester being tied to the fact that they, they always sell their best player and it looks like James Madison might actually leave um, with the idea in mind that Farfana is not playing, that they're going to have a back line that just is not as stable. And the fact that, uh, you know, even a, a healthy Van Dyke starting in September is a much better and a better improvement from last year's, um, you know, 12th graders playing. Um, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Liverpool in fourth, and, and sorry, Matt, again for <laughs> throwing some darts here. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, Jordan. I just don't think they add enough, and I do think Salah is good. But while Salah is good, I do think the rest of them around him are deteriorating. Um, I am excited to see Harvey Elliott play, but I'll let Matt speak on that one because he's a little bit more knowledgeable mm. on that situation. Yeah. Uh. Go ahead, Matt. Who's who do you have fourth? Is it I know Liverpool's where this is going. Fourth? Yeah, I. <laughs> no, I have uh, United fourth. Okay. Um, mainly because last year they had everything go like perfectly well for them. Very little injury. Um, I think Maguire was their biggest injury, and that happened like four games left. And to be honest, there wasn't like a whole lot left for them to play for. Um. So I just I can't imagine that's going to go so perfectly well for them. Um, and I also kind of expect Sancho to be a little bit of a iffy impact player initially. Um, and I also think between Liverpool being healthy and having fans again, I do think the fans are a big deal with the uh, with them. Um, I don't think you would see them go through a form run of form like they did last year in January, February, March, um, because if you take out those three months. They were the best. They were better than City, even between the end of the season and beginning of the season. It was just that like stretch of nine games where they just couldn't score, lost like six in a row at home. Um, so I don't foresee that, and I don't foresee them being amazing and like matching City. But I think United will go through some issues, and I also just don't have faith in uh, Ole. Uh, so I have to go United fourth. All right, interesting. Um, I guess that will segue me to 
my third place team. I have Manchester United in third. Cheers. Uh, I think Sancho is um, going to make a difference. He's hungry. He wants to show up Pep and show up City for not believing in him. Uh, he's finally over back in England now after there was links to him going to United last year. Um, and I just also like that they held on to players like Cavani, and uh, I actually do have faith in Ole uh, Gunnar Solskjaer. So I think, you know, if they hold on to some of these people, you know, there's question marks about Pogba staying or going, but if he stays and you, you put together a – the squad that they're putting together, I think could do it. I think they could get third, which is not like a monumental achievement, right? But it would be um, – I, I I can't count them out for for a run here, so I will pass it off to Logan now for your third place team. Are you boring? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jordan and I are really boring. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree with United, and you know I, I think what you you make a good point. I think Sancho does come in hungry. I think you know he's coming off a year that wasn't great in Dortmund, uh, and, and really the team struggled. He's finally in a club I think that he's gonna be happy with. Um, and I do think, you know, just the prospects of, of Sancho, um, I, I think people are really high on him. So I think, you know, coming down into form uh, with United is going to be something that happens. I think you're going to get a better year from Martial. I think you're going to get an even better year, a better year from Rashford. Um, I think their defense, they started to figure out things uh, from the back, uh, you know, more so than they had at the beginning. And I think just another year with more experience there. Um, I do think their goalkeeper situation is one of the issues that I think when you look at United, it's kind of a, a toss-up. Does De Gea continue to play? Um, what's that situation going to look like? And their depth is the reason why they're not going to get ahead of Chelsea, I don't think. I think Chelsea adds enough with Lukaku um, that it's just going to get harder to catch Chelsea um, just because they can add depth, keep playing with guys um, that normally wouldn't be there uh, You know, if they hadn't signed them, obviously. But I think United struggles with the depth issue, and I think that continues this year. Matt, who do you have third? Well, I just like inverse you guys. So I, I do it right now, Liverpool. Um, okay. And I think – I will say I would change that if the next couple of weeks they end up bringing some players in depth purpose-wise um, because I don't think right now they have the depth in midfield and attack to compete with Chelsea and City. Um so I, while I don't think the injury issues are going to be as bad, I do think it's hard to see them competing with obviously those two teams because of how much money they, uh, they you know, they can spend and they, they're able to buy players and have like Timo Werner on the bench and Havertz on the bench while still starting guys that are insane. Like that's, that's impressive. Like, you know, it's, I, I do wish Liverpool had that kind of depth and they just don't. Um, so I'm, you know, they might end up with it. That's why it's kind of hard to say, like, I guarantee my head, I would guarantee third place. Cause I do think a couple of signings could get them up into second or first if things go well. But right now their depth just isn't competing enough with them, but I do still think Jurgen has a way to get the most out of players, which is what, you know, I am excited about Harvey Elliott. Um, he kind of looks like this year's like Phil Foden or Mason Greenwood. I do think he's going to be really impressive, but when it comes down to it, Chelsea and City just have so much depth. I, it's it's hard to see them going through a period of struggle that would give a team like Liverpool. It's, you know, Liverpool have to almost be perfect, I think, in my head. Um, and I, I don't think they're going to be perfect. So I have to go third. 
All right, for my second-place team, you just mentioned them in their depth. I have Chelsea. I think Chelsea can really put up a um, uh, a challenge here. It may not be – I think that they'll be closer than 12 points like it was last year for United and City. I think it will be closer than 12. But I still have, if you guys haven't figured out, with Chelsea being second, I have City first. Oh, I thought um, you were going to go like Wolves or something. Yeah, yeah that's actually – yeah, Wolves uh, <laughs> going first. Um, Your fantasy but, team. But, yeah, so I have um, – I have Chelsea second, City first. I think with City potentially adding Kane, that's a that's a big thing. But also already adding Grealish, um, which just gives them even more depth. And when they already had an embarrassment of riches, and then you have uh, Chelsea bringing in Lukaku, which they needed a striker, so they bring that in. Um, I would have rather have Lukaku Giroud still. I'd like to still have Giroud up here. It's embarrassing for Chelsea as well, the fact that they had Lukaku all those years ago, <laughs> sold him, uh, then he goes to United, and then he goes to Inter Milan, and he starts tearing it up again, and then we have to buy him for 113 million pounds or whatever it was. Kind of embarrassing in that regard, uh, but I'm glad that they pulled the trigger. There was all these talks of like how they weren't going to bring Declan Rice in for Lampard because they were worried about the look of letting a youth player go and signing him for more money. I don't know if I believe that now because they just went out and got Lukaku for an insane amount of money. Uh, and he's somebody that they that they really missed out on before. So who knows? But I think that depth helps them. I think that can help push Werner out wide or you can play Werner in the middle if you need to rotate. Uh, you have Pulisic still that can play on the left. Uh, you have Zayek who can play on the right. You have... Um, Mount, who can play in the midfield. They just got so many players right now that can really help push them, hopefully, to second place. Um, closer than 12 points. I, that's my prediction. I'm going to write that down here so I don't forget that. Closer than 12 points. Uh, and I have City first because of the, you know, the, the, the like I said, just the uh, embarrassment of riches they have now. Uh, Logan, what's your, what's your one-two here? Let's just do one-two because... If you leave off somebody on two, we're thinking they're one anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so well, I guess one, two would be one, City, and then two, Chelsea. Um, and, you know, I think I think this is the easiest top four that I've ever done. Like, I, I just don't think there's anybody outside the top four this year, especially with Leicester's issue, issues with injuries. I just don't know if there's going to be enough teams to just kind of come up towards the top. But um, the, I guess first, like you said, Jordan, and that embarrassment of riches um, that City has – um, and, you know, I think they get even richer. I think that they do come in hard for Kane, and it sounds like it'll be 130. Um, you know, and I, I think that City's tired of just losing the Champions League, and I think that this is their their way of fixing it, is to just buy the world and hope it, hope it works. Um, yeah, I think, you know, with Chelsea, I guess my biggest concern with them, if you have a big question mark, is how does Lukaku play in the Premier League? Uh, and can the guys on the wings create enough for him? Uh, is there going to be like this effort to make Timo Werner into something? Um, is he going to have a year two that it's just abysmal as well uh, and, and just not fill into that role? But like you said, Jordan, I think with their depth, 
they are lucky enough to where they can just kind of fill that in with whoever they need, whether it be Pulisic, whether it be Zayek, where, you know, Kovacic is in the midfield. So there, there's just a lot of stuff in the midfield too with Havertz that they've got so many different options that they could do and different formations that they could play. Um, and plus I think Tuchel second year, uh, Tuchel always coaches pretty well in my opinion. I think that he's got, you know, he's got a way of figuring teams out and he puts pieces together nicely and this is his team. So I think that this ends up being a better year for, Chelsea, and I think that with the amount of money they can spend, they can go out and buy whoever else they need um, to kind of fill in that mix, especially when you're talking about, you know, January. If there's teams that have fallen out of the mix, can they go get, you know, maybe they need another defender. Um, I think they've got that that kind of stuff City does where they can just go out and fix it. I feel like they're a couple of years behind City, but they're getting to the point where City's currently in, where Chelsea and City are going to have all these players. Uh, It'll kind of turn into like this mess of like a Barcelona Real Madrid kind of thing, but um, I guess we'll talk more about that as it gets closer and closer. I think, uh, look, I, I don't think Lukaku is going to be a problem here. He's played in the league before uh, for three different teams. I think he'll be fine there. And also, I don't think the midfielders crating is going to be an issue because I feel like they created a lot that Werner didn't finish. That's true. So I think having somebody up there that's going to be able to put it away is going gonna, is gonna to help the team a lot. But uh, Better be than Tammy Abraham. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, Matt, who do you have uh, one two here? One two. Let's see. Can you guys guess? Uh, yeah. I'm going to guess City winning and Chelsea second. Arsenal and Leeds. God, what a great guys! You guys are good. Uh, <laughs> wow, all four of them. Okay. All, four, all, four, <laughs> all time. And second. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, I like I um kind of going into. When we get to like relegation, I know like last year we knew relegation like by Christmas. I honestly think we're going to know top four pretty quickly, um, especially if our Leicester sell Madison. Because um, it's hard to look at other teams and go, those other teams are more talented than these four. Um, and even then, I think there's like a, a top four setting where I think right now Liverpool and United are not as good in terms of talent as Chelsea and City. So it's going to be kind of like those two teams battling a lot. Um City just – until I see something different, like they've won three of the last four. And the one year they didn't win, Liverpool went nuts. Like it, it's so hard to not pick them while Pep is still in charge. And even though I actually probably like Chelsea's team more, um, I think they have more depth, especially in the attack. I think their defense is a little iffy, but Tuchel seems to be really good defensively in terms of coaching. So, you know, Chelsea's got better depth in attack and probably I think a better defensive coach Pep just he just wins um I actually don't think Grealish is going to make City that much better than what they are I think Kane if he goes over will be a bigger deal I think Grealish is just a better like Sterling or Bernardo um so I'm not going to say like Grealish is some big x factor but I think Pep probably is and I just I I can't see City losing unless there's like a huge injury issue or if Chelsea or Liverpool go on like 20 game unbeaten streak like Liverpool did a couple of years back because they're just Pep knows how to do it. He's got the highest players in terms of paid. Um, well, actually, I guess Chelsea now with Lukaku has the highest transfer in, um, in the Premier League, but I don't know. Pep, they didn't win the Community Shield, but Pep is just, he's such a great coach. I hate saying it. Like he in the from in the league play, he's an amazing coach, and then for some reason he decides to 
try weird things and I love that meme and... of like Kane signing for them and Pep overthinks it and he puts Kane in goalie. Uh, <laughs> in goal. I really like yeah, that. It's, like, it's, it's so weird because Champions League final or something. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's so hard to like look at City's team and go, how are they not going to win the league? Like even when Liverpool won it two years ago, I I went into that season going, last year was the best chance they had, and they lost it by like one point. And I felt like they got super lucky. They had everything go right, and I just feel like that's that's how it is to beat City. If City gets Kane, I just I can't see anyone getting close to them. Right now, I see Chelsea as being close enough, and I do think Liverpool again if they get some signings. Liverpool will be in there, um, but I don't know. City and Chelsea just—they have depth. They have great coaches. They—I mean—they both like last year. Where our question was Frank Lampard, and now Chelsea has Tuchel, who's up there in terms of Pep and Klopp, and so they have that coach to corral the talent. And Pep is constantly getting good players, and so it's—it's it's hard to see anyone beating those two teams right now. So. I gotta go Here, here's Chelsea. the issue, though, with you saying Pep is a great coach. I mean, he is, obviously, I guess, mm-hmm. right? But he's also, if they buy Kane, will have spent a billion dollars at City on transfers. Nobody else has that. Nobody's able to spend, able to spend a billion dollars. That's a whole other <laughs> issue I could, like, go – I could probably go on for that issue. I hate Like, how many times can City, like, buy an expensive defender for $50 million and then be like, that guy didn't work out. Let's get in the next guy for 50 or 60 million. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think, but I think that plays into why we look at, and honestly, Chelsea does it too. Chelsea, yeah, if they don't like how something goes, they, that's what makes, I think United is the outlier because they can do that same thing, but they just don't recruit as well. So they buy like bad player and replace them with a bad player. City and Chelsea have the funds to buy a player. Oh, we'll just buy a different guy. And that's where that's the difference between those three teams and say Liverpool, because Liverpool have to be very specific. They have to, when they buy somebody, they have to get that value or more out of them, which is why it's so much harder sometimes to watch it. And it is frustrating as a fan because I want them to make those moves too, but they don't have the funds. They don't run their team that same way. So when they buy somebody like Kanate is a 38 million or something, I think it's like in us, it's like 44 million he has to perform to 44 million or plus because they can't afford to have to sell him for like 20, 25 in a couple of years. Cause he struggled because then that's a huge, huge loss because they're not going to replace him. And you see it right now with like Nabi Keita with 60 something million and they're still trying with him because they know they need to get that value out of him. Whereas in city and Chelsea, they'd probably just buy somebody else. Like they'd be like, okay, well, sit on the bench, go, we don't care. We'll sell you for half your worth to some Bundesliga team. Liverpool have to try to get that value out of them. And that's why City and Chelsea have the talent to do this and why we always kind of pick them at that one-two spot because they have the the best players. The only reason I brought that up, and and I know where you're going with it, both being Chelsea and City, that I, I was mainly pointing out Pep himself has spent this billion dollars. He should be winning the league every year. Shouldn't he, Logan? Shouldn't he have yeah. won Champions League by now? Yeah, he should have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, just and, – and I will I will go against anybody at City that think that Pep is that, that manager that is uh, – like, yes, like what Matt said, he's probably the best league manager we've ever had. However, he has not proven himself in Champions League football enough to, for me to call him – like, Tuchel's a better Champions League manager than, than Pep is. Like, Tuchel's had more success. 
Uh, I think that he's brought teams to the Champions League championship that are that like were worse than the City team that went last year. So I, you know, I I agree with you. I think Pep has still a lot to prove at City, and and we brought him in to do one thing, and he hasn't done it. So yeah, um, we'll see uh, how that goes. Uh, just wanted to throw a further dig in there, I guess. So we all have okay. So let's just recap it. I have Manchester City in first. Chelsea in second, closer than 12 points. Uh, Manchester United in third, Liverpool fourth. Uh, Logan has the same exact lineup. And Matt has Manchester City, Chelsea, then Liverpool, then Manchester United. Um, so let's go Let's go relegation. Let's go relegation here because I kind of changed it as I was in here uh, talking. Uh, but I have uh, the... I don't know. I don't really have these in order. Should we try to make them in an order, or should I just say my three teams here? I guess three I teams. I was gonna say because I'm in like so the other day, like in the morning, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I have there's nine teams in the Premier League that I could make a case you could be looking at relegation, and so I don't. It's gonna be too hard to rank them. Yeah, I have four written down here as uh, <laughs> so. I have three. My my. And the reason why I have four is because I changed one, and I'm thinking I want to say who I had there just in case. Um, so I have Brentford. Unfortunately, I don't think they'll make it out. Uh, Newcastle. I'm really worried about their prospects after last year. And then I have what I changed to Burnley, but was originally Wolves. I was a little worried mm. about Wolves. Uh, but I, but I think I'm going to go with Burnley just because last year they, they escaped it by 11 points, but they were starting to really get sucked into it. I know Newcastle fans are like, Hey, we finished 12th with 45 points. Why are you putting us down there? Uh, it was a rough, rough stretch for Newcastle at a point where we really thought they were going to get tied into it down there Mm -hmm. that I'm a little worried for them. But then I have Brentford as the team that would be from recently promoted who would be going home because I'm just a little worried about how they're uh, set up. You know, they, they, they'd never, mm-hmm. they, you know, they haven't been in the Premier League. They took a few finals to get there. They were kind of cursed in that respect for a while. And now I'm thinking they might think, okay, mission accomplished. We got there. And they might, they might start to slip down a bit. Uh, I'm worried about how they are. I like what Norwich has done in the transfer window. So I'm not too concerned about Norwich, though mm-hmm. that can backfire. Watford, I guess you could say, is one of those teams that has a chance of going down. But yeah, yeah. But I'm going with, I think I'm going to lock it in here with uh, Brentford, Newcastle. I'm not rooting for that because I like Newcastle. And Burnley. I think those are the three I'm locking in. But honorable mention for Wolves because I had it down and then I changed it to Burnley. Logan, who's your three teams? I was going to say, this is going to get juicy, I think. Um, there's just, like Matt said, there's a lot of teams on this list. And I think this year, I think we might actually be watching us to, it sucks to watch for, but like we're going to be watching a relegation battle pretty serious, I think. Yeah. Um, they, it, there's a lot of teams. Like you said, Jordan, that was a good call with Newcastle. Um, I wouldn't even think about Newcastle. Uh, and honestly, you probably uh, you guys aren't thinking about this one, but I, I'm going to go. You know, there's one team in here I think that's kind of a shock, but I'll explain my reasoning, I guess. Um, there's So, one, I do think Burnley gets the axe this year. Um, I just don't know if they've done enough in attack. Um, 
at all, really. They never do. Um, I, I can say that with confidence. They never do enough in attack to warrant uh, an escape out of that relegation talk. Um, Burnley is the one with that I have in common with Jordan, but the other two I think are different. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to go with Watford being the team that goes back down. Um, I, I do feel like Watford is, you know, a, a team that, like I said, it, like Matt, I think they're very comparable to like a full amount. I just don't think that they had enough coming out of championship and then not to add a significant amount to play in Premier League. I just don't know if this team has a whole lot to, to do anything with. And Norwich added a ton. Norwich is actually, I think, if you're going to rank the one through nine or whatever Matt had, I think they'd probably be high up on that list of a team that actually, I think, added enough to play well. I mean, they defend really, they defended well in, in yeah. championship last year, which they didn't do in Premier League last time they were up. Um, and I do think that they've gotten better in that aspect. Um, so Norwich, I, I think, is, is pretty safe. Uh, my third team, and I think this will shock the people, um, it's not Crystal Palace. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not Crystal Palace this year. It could have been, but it's not. Um, I'm not going to check. I'm not going to pick against them because they, fig- they 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 figured it out well enough. And I don't know if Zaha is really going anywhere. You guys convinced me that he's not. Um, I'm going to go Southampton as the team that's going to it's going to bite the dust this year. Uh, I just don't like what they've done. Danny Ings has gone to Tottenham. Um, I, I think JWP is going to be gone, and then that leaves you with like a Che Adams, and Minamino's gone, and Minamino played pretty well for South. So I don't know. You know, there's such a team that I'm like, where do they turn at this point? Who do they have? What do they look at? What are the prospects they look at? Uh, and if you look at last year's table, uh, and I don't think we really – Remember when we were speaking so highly about them? They had been in like sixth or seventh. They ended up being fifteenth, um, and, and that was a really, really big drop. And I think Brighton uh, is a better team than Southampton, especially towards the end of the season. Brighton played pretty well um, as compared to a Southampton that really struggled to win. Uh, and then you know Burnley finished below them, and, and I think they're going down with them. So I think Southampton, uh, without Danny Ings, where do you go? And they're not going to add anybody. They they hate spending money. So I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's it's tough, but I can't wait to hear Matt's. I kind of want to hear Matt's like list of nine teams so that I can be like, whoa. Where yeah, actually, we- I actually almost went with Southampton as well at yeah. a moment because I am worried about how they performed down the stretch last year mm-hmm. and how they really got roped into it when they were kind of high in the league for a while and yeah. then they really fell apart there. So I was a little worried about that. But depth. Yeah, but I like picked none. I picked Newcastle for that shock pick instead. Right. But Matt, who do you have? Logan, you said what? Burnley, Watford, and Southampton. Yeah, I have the same as Logan. <laughs> In my list of nine, they were the three that stood out. And honestly, I it's I don't have anything to like add to what he said because Burnley, I think they're going to be the worst team. Honestly, um, they're just not. Eventually they're like one of those teams where it's like they feel very Sheffield United, like where they, they would scrape, you know, results, mm-hmm. you know, they'd get, they'd get to the end of the game, get a couple of goals every once in a while. But I think eventually that runs out. And we saw that with Sheffield, you know, the, the, the only difference is that Burnley have done it longer, mm-hmm. um, obviously, but eventually it runs out. And I, I don't see how they can do it this year. Watford again, they also, they feel like full of, um, Comparing to the other two teams, I actually think Brentford might surprise, and I think mm-hmm. they have a diff- They have the same. They're Sheffield on a different way, where Sheffield never been. I don't think they'd been in the Premier League before when they got up, right? No, they hadn't. So I'll, I'll I think they're. I think they're going to be like that surprise team where it's like they have nothing to lose. They're just going to go for it, and I actually think how they recruit, it's going to work out pretty well. 
Um, and I actually really like what Norwich have done. I think Norwich are going to, I think they've learned a lot from their last time. Um, so that's why I don't see them being at risk, but Watford, I just, I don't think they've really added anything and I don't think they're that different of a team from what they were when they were last in the premier league. And I think that's what hurt with Fulham is that Fulham ended up doing the exact same thing. Again, they brought in a bunch of random players and it just doesn't work out that way. Um, and then, yeah, I Southampton, this was even before Ains, like when I was thinking about them the first time, I, even with Ings, I was like, I don't like what they've done. I like their coach, but they have no depth and Ings is now gone. So I know I drafted Shea Adams because I actually do think he's going to be pretty decent for them because he's their main striker. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, if they lose Ward Prowse, I don't see them replacing him. And also I believe I can't, I can never remember because they have two, they have two center backs with very similar names, Vestergaard. And I think the other one is, um, shoot, Jan Bednarik or something. I don't know. They're like, they have a lot of K's in their names. Um, so they're, I feel like they're like Dutch or something or Swedish, but they're also rumored to be going to Leicester because they lost Profano for the year. So you're taking out like one of their best center backs, possibly their best midfielder. They already lost their best striker and I don't, they haven't done anything to like add. So I don't see how they can reach that level. Um, in all honesty, the nine teams or those three, um, obviously Norwich and Brentford, because I do every team that gets promoted, I think you have to sit there and go, they could get relegated because yeah. they might not be good enough to make that leap. Um, Brighton, I did have Brighton because they haven't really done anything and they lost Ben White and they still could lose Bazuma. And I, I think they need some sort of talented striker still. Danny Welbeck's already hurt. So I don't, you know, if they have the same issue as last year, I could see them really struggling to get points. Um, Wolves, I did also. I thought Wolves, Jimenez could be their saving factor if he comes back and is relatively healthy. I think that puts them clear. Um, Newcastle was also in there. And so was, unfortunately, Crystal Palace. Because new coach, young team, they kind of have a bunch of little pieces coming together. I do like what they've done. So that's why I don't have them down there. Um, but yeah, it's... And to be completely honest, you they're not going to fight for um, relegation, but I do think Everton are going to be really poor this year. I think they're going to be like a surprise poor where he they're says in a with second. a smile on his face. He's like, eh, not that they're going to be I mean, a relegation, but their team isn't good. Their team isn't good. I'm sorry. Their team isn't good. Ancelotti's gone. I like Rafa Benitez. Unfortunately, I don't have the same like connection because I wasn't a Liverpool fan when he was a coach. Um, but he was like the fifth sixth option for coach they all of a sudden lose Ancelotti um I just they haven't done anything also their team is still slow as anything like I don't I go on their like reddit board and none of those fans are confident they're very very like we're gonna be bad because I think they're the exact same team that they were that second half where they did nothing Um, so I don't think they're gonna get relegated but I wouldn't shock me to see them in that like the first half of the season be very like toward the bottom and people going, Oh my God. Like, you know how we were with Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're going to be this year's Arsenal where at like midway point, you're like, they can't actually get relegated. Right. Um, they won't, but cause they do have talent, but I do think they're going to struggle, but yeah, that's my relegation thoughts. 
we're we're going to try not to be as reactionary this year, I think, because of how last year turned out. I do want to make some corrections, though. Sheffield United were in the Premier League from '92 to '94. They made it back up in 06 to 07, and then made it back in 2019. Uh, so they've been in there a few times. So 92 is not a relevant year. It was the first <laughs> year it was. That's <laughs> uh, the year Matt was born, if anybody's listening. Um, <laughs> no, so I got a couple questions, just like some fun questions. Can I ask some fun questions? I want to ask fun questions. Sure. We also have manager of the year, Golden Boot, and PFA player of the year. But yeah, go ahead. What type okay. of fun <laughs> questions do you have? <laughs> All right. A um, couple. Uh, if Harry Kane leaves, uh, what is a reasonable finish for Tottenham? Yeah, hold on. Let me write this down. Seven. I still think they're talented enough. Like they are still talented enough. And I, I would put them with Kane. I have them, honestly, I actually have them fifth over Lester because I don't trust Lester still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I still, I, with Kane, I see them a very, very solid fifth without Kane. I do think they bring somebody in because that's a lot of money you're going to have. So if they do it correctly, they'll still bring like a striker or two in. Um, they're not going to, be fighting for Champions League, but I, I think seventh is still my issue with this year is that last year we were all like, there's so many teams in the middle that seem to have odd like chances, but right now when you look at it, it honestly feels like there's one half of the table that's like not that great, and then you have the other half of the table where the top half is the top four that we named, and you know Leicester got them, but then after you get past them. Arsenal, Everton, Leeds is more like an up-and-coming team, but I don't think they're reaching there yet. So even without Kane, Tottenham still have talent for top seven. I say no. I think I can't think them getting seventh without Kane because they got seventh with Kane, putting up really good numbers with Sun that last year. And I know what you're saying. You're probably saying, well, West Ham, Leicester, like you said, are probably not going to perform as well. But I think the most that they can achieve without Harry Kane would be ninth. What do you say, Logan? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm leaning more towards Jordan. I think without Harry Kane, uh, and Son had like one of those years too that like he went off, and both of them were really good for that really long stretch where it was just he and Kane. Um, and then if you look on the outskirts of that, uh, it would be interesting. Like, could they could they turn around that quick? Because Harry Kane's going to happen at the deadline. Like that's already been decided. City writers think that Kane, if he happens, he happens maybe the day before or the day of that transfer window closing, um, which is realistic. And I think, you know, that that it's just going to throw a wrench in everything. They're not going to be able to sign a striker. And in fact, if you look at their roster, I, mean, I don't even know who their backup striker is. Um, <laughs> I don't know like who they would deem a person because I feel like the system that they're going to play, like. You know, Nuno's always had the striker. He's had he's had uh, Diaz. He's had um, he's gonna have yeah he would have Kane. But uh, you know, I think he's got systems where he's always played a striker. But I think ninth is where I'd put him without Kane. With Kane, that becomes a different animal just because I think he's one of the best strikers. So you know, he's he's with Kane. I have him six or seven. Yeah, I I don't think they can get too much higher than than that, even with him. All right, one more question, one more fun one, and then. We can move on because I don't want to take up too much time. Okay, uh, second year of Bielsa Ball. How does Bielsa Ball work in 2021? They are returning to Allen Road, so they're returning to one of the best soccer stadiums in all of England. 
Mm, I'm going to say eight. And that's because now this is, oh, it doesn't matter if Kane is there or not. Um, Cause I said seventh. <laughs> um, I think eighth because I don't, I do like their talent. Um, I think to an extent you, you could, there might be people going like, Oh, fourth, fifth, sixth, like that kind of stuff. And I think the one negative is that with it being a stadium, you're also going to go to the higher teams with fans. So some of the results that you might've gotten last year, I don't see happening, but you might end up obviously with some better results at home. Um, I just, I don't think of them as better than the top four. I don't think they're better than Tottenham or Leicester. And I also, I actually don't, I, I think Arsenal have some talent. So I actually don't see them being better than Arsenal because I do think Arsenal add on. I don't think Leeds really add on to their team. I think Arsenal will have a different, a couple of new players before the end. Um, Cause it does look like no matter what happens, they're going to bring in like a attacking mid, whether it's Madison or Odegaard. Um, that seems like a given. So I, I do think West Ham are going to be a little disappointing because I don't think they're going to have the depth for all those turn of the games they have to play this year because Europe is going to be a whole other deal with them. Um, and I, I do think Villa Villa lost more with Grealish than City gained with Grealish. And I, I think we all saw what happened last year when Villa had no Grealish. He was hurt. They fell off a cliff. Um so I, I think that's going to be a bit of a struggle, but I think eighth is a good spot for them because I do think they'll be better than the, those two, Claret and Blue, or what is it, Claret and Blue? I yeah. Think, is it color? Yeah. Yep. Um, they're, I think they're better than that. They're definitely better than the you know bottom half of the league, but I don't think they're at the point to compete for Europe yet. I think they're just on the outskirts. I'll say 10th. It's a one step backward from last year, just because eventually this kind of stuff happens where it's going to balance out a little bit. Nobody was expecting it to be ninth um, last year. So I think it's just going to fall a place or two. Um, you know, I think a lot of his players have had the time off where the Bielsa ball is going to still be effective, you know, because that's one of the complaints is that it wears them down. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they've had enough of a break now uh, that, you know, they should be okay to, uh, to get started, but I'm not ready. Like, like, uh, Matt says to put them in the Europe spots. Like some people are thinking though. I never would have predicted Leicester winning the league in 2016. So, I mean, what do I know? Uh, (laughs) Go ahead, Logan. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go higher just because it's fun. Um, (laughs) no, I, I, I guess, Arsenal, I do think, finishes higher. I think Leicester's going to kind of go backwards a little bit. I do think they end up selling a player. Um, I think Madison is more than gone. I I think Arsenal benefit from that because I think that's where he's headed. Um, So I think Arsenal goes up, but I also think West Ham's coming back down a little bit towards earth. Declan Rice is always thrown out there, and I really do think Chelsea, if given the chance, that would be somebody that they'd be interested in just bringing in. I don't know. They Um, don't want to, apparently. Well, I don't agree, but... (laughs) <laughs> I don't agree with your sources, Jordan. <laughs> no, the I'm athletic? Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> uh, um, uh, no, but I, I just think with Declan being constantly thrown in transfer, whether it's Chelsea or not, uh, I think West Ham overperforms. I think Michaela Antonio really has a hard time staying healthy. I think they overperformed last year. Um, 
And I do think Tottenham sells Harry Kane. I, I think that Harry Kane's gone, and that eliminates the three above. I think Leicester could, again, like I said, drop a little bit if they do end up losing James Madison, which would be a huge loss for them. I think Vardy is starting to get to a point where he's not like you can depend on him for 100 goals or, you know, it's just not feasible for him to count on 30 some goals from him or That's however. Better. Right, um, it's like a hundred. I was like, "Who's you know, expecting a hundred from <laughs> Harry Kane uh, scores a hundred? Um, no, but I, I think that the the regression's coming for some of these teams. I think all the teams in the top four are safe, but I think that the teams in between Leeds. So I'm going to say Leeds finishes seventh. Looking on the inside, yeah, wow. uh, looking on the uh, Europa spots, going, "Hey, we could be up there." Uh, given and you said you said ninth for Spurs, or did you go lower? I said ninth for Spurs. Okay, but I, I just think Leeds. If Leeds adds a defender, uh, I, I think, and they already added Firpo, I think that if they added a center back that was very good, I think Calvin Phillips, the way that he played in Euros, I think they're adding enough pieces here and there. And they, they seem to be sneaky towards the transfer window because I think that's when they added Verigo last year. I think that this team could end up doing something. If they hadn't allowed that many goals last year, they I mean, they score the hell out of, out of the goal. So it's just, I think it's coming, um, but I, do don't, I don't think they're Europe. Um, Europa this year because I think a lot of people do. All right, let's. Uh, no more fun. No more fun. No. We're going to the back to business here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> manager of the year, I have Thomas Tuchel, manager of the year, because I think Chelsea's going to overperform. Uh, I think usually they try to give it to the manager that other saves themselves from relegation or wins the league, but uh, no, I'm not, I'm not giving it to Pep in my, in my fantasy world here. Uh, he's had a billion dollars. He should win the league. Uh, Tuchel is going to win it for turning around uh, Chelsea uh, and putting them, uh, let's say if, especially if they're like two points off of city in the final, I, I, like in the, in the standings, I think that would be a huge accomplishment for Thomas Tuchel. So I'm going to say he's manager of the year. Uh, Logan, who do you have? I'm going Pep Fraudiola. Um, I'm going Pep just because I, I think this is uh, another win for City. Um, and it, it'll be nice to win one, two consecutive. And, and I think he does end up going on and, and performing pretty well and getting to the final of the championship uh, or the Champions League, and then they'll lose. Um, not like that has anything to do with the Premier League. But I think Pep, Pep does enough this year. And I think they get... If they get Harry Kane, they'll be pushing towards 100 points. So I think that that's something that that City can have in their high in their sights that makes him a, a favorable candidate for Manager of the Year. Matt, you're gonna go with Cloppy. Um. So I'm going to go because I have honestly the same thoughts as Jordan. Um. Because I think he kind of I I personally think he was the Manager of the Year after he got hired. If you take from, like, the moment he got hired to the end of the season, I think he did the most in terms of turning around. My only thing is, if Liverpool bring in a couple of players, my prediction for them goes back into the top two challenging for the title. And I think if that happens, I think Klopp gets it. After last year, there was a lot that happened with all the injuries. If Liverpool outperform, I guess, or maybe perform to their talent, depending on how you look at it, I think Klopp gets it. But right now, if I had to say, it would be Tuchel because I think he's been the best manager since he's been hired. 
And I don't think any of the teams toward the bottom are good enough to say my manager saved me from relegation. So I don't think you're going to get like one of those, like Chris Wilder outperforms. I don't think any of the promoted teams do that. Um, and I think everyone kind of is in their set spot in a sense, when you look at the premier league table. So Tuchel right now, answer might change in three weeks. If uh, Liverpool bring in a couple players, I think Klopp ends up getting it, but right now it's Tuchel. All right. Uh, let's go with a uh, golden boot winner. So I have two names here uh, for different circumstances here. I have, if Lukaku signs for Chelsea, I'm going Lukaku. If Kane stays at Spurs, if <laughs> Kane stays at Spurs. Okay. If Kane goes to city, Kane easily wins golden boot. Uh, so let's go Logan. This is so hard uh, just because there's just so much movement around. Uh, I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to agree with Jordan, but I honestly think no matter where Harry Kane is, Harry Kane wins golden boot because I spoke so poorly about him last year and he's ready to prove me wrong this year. He hates me um, until he joins city and then he'll hate me, but he'll love me still. And, That'll be fun, but I guess Matt, you wanna you wanna give your golden your booty? Yeah, I'm staying consistent from last year. Mohamed Salah. Mo Salah. Yeah. More yeah, Salah. More salad. Um. Yeah, I am going for Salah because one, I think he he has the most chances with Liverpool. Um, he's also their best player to maybe Van Dyke. I. Van Dyke's probably the most important player, but I think Salah's the best player. Um, and I, I do think one of the biggest factors is Nabi Keita and Harvey Elliott being healthy because I think they're they're going to be in the midfield. They're going to provide a lot more. Same with Thiago. Um, so I got to go Salah because I also don't like Harry Kane's face. Um, it just bothers me. That's <laughs> so messed up. That's no, so I'm kidding. Um, I... Harry Kane always gets hurt. That's, that's actually a big deal. I know Salah's going to be gone for two games for AFCON. Mm-hmm. Kane, I think, will miss more than two games because of injury. He gets hurt. It, seems, it does seem like he gets hurt every season. I don't think we can deny that. Um, he ends up missing a month, month and a half. Um, so I don't think AFCON is going to be a big deal to compare the two because I think Kane will miss the same amount of games, if not more, with injury. Um, and especially if he stays at Tottenham, I actually think that would be worse because I think at City, he's definitely got 25 plus, which probably makes the prediction really hard to say so Um At Tottenham, I think he's more on the 20 plus, um, which keeps him on the same level as Salah. And I also just think Chelsea still have the same issue with strikers. Lukaku is going to come in and have the same problem. I don't think, maybe not the same issues, but um they have so much talent up at the front that I, it's hard for me to pick a Chelsea player because I don't think they're going to start as often as other teams um, because they do have the depth. So they're more likely to spread the goals out, which is why same as like with city without Kane city kind of spread the goals out. Um, so that's where I, I got to go. So last Or Obama, you never know. Maybe lock is that. You definitely don't want a bombing after a little bit. <laughs> um, 
Okay, uh, PFA Player of the Year. I have which? Wait, before we go, which one is yeah. that? Is that the one the players vote for? Um, I think it's the writers. The writers. Okay, so there's always a. I feel like there's a big difference when like writers and players see things differently. Yeah, let me just double check here. Uh, that is the. Uh, oh, that is the players. Player. Okay, let's do the writers one. Let's do that. Let me write that down here. Okay. I have Kai Havertz. Taking the Ooh. turnaround. Uh, he started looking good at the end of last year. Uh, another season with Tuchel and him having uh, somebody up top that's going to score goals, I think is going to help give him some more assists, which is going to help his numbers look a lot better, which is going to make him uh, show his influential side a bit more there so i will go with kai havertz and logan you are up next uh, i'm gonna go uh with a fellow chelsea player but i'm gonna go it wait i guess i have to do the the if he comes i'm gonna go romelu i think i don't know I, it seems like fun it seems like a, a player that he played really well last year Serie A. I think coming over to chelsea with the attacking players that they have I'm not like Chelsea has a lot of attacking players, and as far as like spreading out the goals and stuff. But I think Chelsea was missing the the the, the heads that needle. Like I think a lot of times last year they were looking for somebody to get on the end of it, and there was just not anybody unless it was Olivier Giroud. So I think coming over, if Lukaku does come over, it's Lukaku. If not, I guess I'll go Bruno Fernandez. And I hate going with Bruno, but uh, being a City fan, but I just feel like Bruno is just one of those players that I mean he's consistent. He plays really well. He's a really good player. Um, and unfortunately, it's to the despair of my my blue heart. But, um, yeah, I think I think Lukaku. I'm going to go Lukaku just for fun. All right, Matt. This is the last question, by the way. So uh, this is – I guess i got to go a Chelsea player, right? Yeah, you do. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go. Yeah, um <laughs> I was honestly trying to think of like some obscure Chelsea player from the last like five years. Frank Lampard. I'm between two. And unfortunately, and it sounds weird because I know I said Golden Boots a lot, but Harry Kane tends to get more assists. So, and he's always going to be up there. And it sounds bad, but I do think him being English plays a slight role with the writers. I'm not trying to say they favor English, but I think. The fact that he is English and we'll see him in the national team, I think that does stand out a little bit with them. Um, so my main one is Kane, but if Liverpool are first or second, it's Van Dyke. Because I think if they get up to, to the top, it's because of him stabilizing the back line. Um, and he's already almost won the Ballon d'Or two years ago. Uh, he is, again, he's one of the most important players in terms of Liverpool's team. Um, so, for me, uh-oh, my battery's about to run out. Um, for me, it's Kane. As long as he – it's Kane if he stays at Tottenham or if he goes to City and Liverpool don't finish first or second. I know that's confusing, right. but it's I because written to down. me – I've written down okay. with the uh, – with, with <laughs> That's a lot of, like, good. conditions, but um, if he – if he's at Tottenham, wait, what was it? It was if at Tottenham or Liverpool don't finish first or second. Yeah. If Liverpool finish first or second, I don't think it matters where he's at. I think it's Van Dyke. 
All right. Also, um, I also am going to have to head out because we're about to go to dinner. So. Okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> done anyway, right? So I just got to we just got to do the uh, show notes here. So, uh, so we will review all of that at the end. It's tough to do when you have a transfer window that doesn't close until, uh, you know, the season starts. So picking all these when we're like, well, okay. we think they're going right. here, we think they're going there, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you can follow the show at Stop It Show on Twitter. Facebook.com slash stoppage time soccer show. Email us stoppage time show at gmail.com or Instagram us at stoppage time soccer show. And uh, that's it. Enjoy the EPL season as it starts this Friday. And we'll be back Monday to talk about the first week of games. So enjoy. Kane has stolen it to death. That's what he's there for. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show and listen to us recap the English Premier League from our perspective. We'll also be talking some Champions League and any other leagues that impact world soccer.